Hello, everyone. <clears throat> you already started? Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. Space Podcast. I'm your host, Chuka Offer. I'm your favorite co-host, Ezigo Offer. And today we're joined by none other than Rx Cullen. Rx Cullen, man. Y'all know what's going on. I'm still trying to find my heat check, bro. I'm not even going <laughs> Hey, you know what? Before we even get into that, it's okay. You, you, you take your time to find it. I just want y'all to know the undertone for this whole podcast is sponsored by LSU football. <laughs> LSU football. Shout out to the Titans. They've been putting on for us this whole year. So there's a, there's a lot. We're going to go on our sports rants about that a little later in the podcast, you know, more around usual time. But I just want y'all to know that LSU session is coming. Mm-hmm. A few of y'all may have seen the tears basically about to roll down my eyes on Instagram. <laughs> and so so we're, we're going to do our due diligence. But how you been doing this week? Oh, I've been crying, man. <laughs> crying in this glory of having a winning team. But you know what? Again, we'll save that for the end. But for the most part, it's just been nice, man. Back to that whole like Monday to Friday, just getting shit done. And then the weekend, just enjoying living life. Like I feel like for the last few weeks, and I, I don't even want to say because I know we did a podcast like a week and a half ago, shit like that. But dude, life's been looking like a fucking movie every weekend, man. And shit's kind of nice. Bro, I'm going to be real with y'all. Like, my life has been turning up in this last little bit. Just because I've been actually being a regular person. <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff that I've been not taking the best care of myself with. But I've just been super on health shit. I've already told all my niggas, like, this is the last year we're coming into that any of y'all are more athletic than me. So I'm sorry. <laughs> like, y'all thought you were faster than me. You thought you jumped higher than me. Take notice. Be. Everybody besides me, take notice to that. Everybody besides me. <laughs> Ezigo's gonna be the most surprised one too. That's, that's, that's gonna hurt the club worse because it's close. <laughs> no, but honestly, I, I do want to give a shout out to a few people oh. that I've seen a lot like this weekend. We're not that just made a fun time and throughout the week. <coughs> shout out to Chris Oliver, especially because that man never really tried to do shit like that. But I feel like you know, as soon as you have a girlfriend that goes away for seven months on uh, some study abroad internship type shit, you start coming out a lot more. You know, <laughs> whether you're hurting or whatever. But you know, He's shout like, out I, to that man. <laughs> That's funny. That's Andrew true. Wilson, but yeah, I've definitely been like way more on like I don't know. I had like this moment of clarity like a week ago, and my roommate he was laughing because he knew it was gonna come eventually, right? Mm-hmm. Where I just realized like, dog, I gotta go like really get everything I want or ever dreamed about. So I just been going hard on like every single aspect. I if I gotta get a regular ass job, get a regular ass job. If I gotta do this, gotta do that. But it's like. You do what you got to do to get to that next level. Every single person that you know that didn't come from the 1% to their next job, and even yeah. them, they worked hard. Don't get it twisted because I don't want to undermine things. Like, I have been on here on record defending Kylie for, the like, the cosmetic shit and all yeah. that because that's still crazy accomplishments. But it's like billion most, dollars. most people that get... A lot like, of people don't even know how many zeros are in a billion most dollars. Most people that came from, that's like, right. lower class, <laughs> middle class or whatever... Like, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to act like we came from the mud. Like, we were definitely upper middle class or, like, lower upper class, like, from a tax bracket-wise, if we said that. But, I mean, it's, like... Bro, from the start, though, I remember sleeping on it. No, bro. bro. We can't talk to Yo, from the dirt. From the dirt. dirt, dirt, Sure. But it's, like, now I'm ready to go accomplish everything I've ever talked about. So, it's about to look interesting this next year. Nah, because, like, I feel like, and just a good mental note to keep, if you ever uh, feeling like shit about yourself... Or wondering, like, why the fuck am I not here yet? Like, all these people go, like, overnight success, million dollars the next day that they had, like, five dollars before. I'm going to be honest with you. If that's what you're banking on, then, you know what, it's going to be a very disappointing life for you. But if you're really about this struggle, you got to understand for real that 
life fucking sucks to get to the point where it's great because i know like some of the things i'm most proud about now and most happy for where i've gotten to you had to really go through the bullshit to get there so you never undermine the the struggles because to be honest even sitting back now it's just like those are the best times i really don't even reflect on like a lot of good times i had i reflect on like the bad times i laugh back now that we we really went through somehow you know know what i'm saying like like all of us, like, if me and Ezgo got stories, like, I'm sure, like, it's not even, like, an unrecognizable thing. Like, you are just thankful to be alive today, yeah, and ser- yeah. like, for real. Like, being in the position you are, man, just because, like, a lot of people are fortunate enough to just live, man. Like, I don't know. Making it this many years, that's kind of a feat. It a- really is, though. It really is. For sure. And it's also... <laughs> that's funny as shit. Tell me fuck And it's also Think like, if it. we look at our brain as the strongest muscle in our body that controls yeah. everything, right? How come every single other muscle, like, you have to rip it, you have to put it through bullshit so that it can become tough and so that it can become strong. Mm-hmm. So we don't ever think of our brain like that. Like, the reason you see some of the most, like, accomplished, like, dope people and you talk to them, they're down to earth or, like, really cool people is because, like, the mud, the dirt, like, whatever you're looking at, like, the downs, the, the highs, whatever, they probably have hella stories like that, too. It's just they kept doing what they were doing, and they were focused on getting where they needed to go. And so that's all that matters. So, I mean, deviating from that a little bit, we're going to get into our heat checks for the week. You know, shout out to a time of a lot of good music. Yeah, this was the first week in a while where a ton of good music came a shout out. Shout out to Eminem especially, had some of the hottest <laughs> records of this drop. That's complete sarcasm, because I know people don't pick up a lot of mine. And, I don't mean that. And oh. I'm not gonna use I'm not gonna use our good time and airwaves to talk about Eminem, so I am gonna be respectful. <laughs> At least yeah. gonna be respectful here though to say I will say, as someone that used to previously be a big Eminem fan, this last album was actually pretty good. Because I, I, like I gave, I gave yeah. it a single listen. The songs where he tries to make the club song are so ass, it hurts. But it was like one or two of those. But everything else was crazy. Like, he had actually, like, really, really yeah. good music again. And the Young M.A. feature was my favorite feature on there. But I have an affinity really? for Young M.A. Like, I think, I like how she raps. Like, yeah. I really like how she, I think she raps like the finest nigga. Like, she just sounds like a fine nigga when she raps. I know this isn't, like, the music breakdown part or anything. But to really, like, elaborate on that shit more, too. Because I feel like... My favorite part, and I know it's corny because, like, probably a lot of people, but I like seeing Juice World feature. I mean, fuck uh, it. Juice World had a dangerous hook on that song. Like, RIP to that man, that shit was fire. Hey, like, he had a crazy look. Legend. And then the I mean, I tried to fit way too many words into every verse. <laughs> but there, it was still cool, though. It was still Very cool. Usual. Very usual. Like, I wish he would switch it up. That's my only gripe now. I yeah. wish he would switch it up more. Because mm-hmm. it's either every time he has a five moment now, it's the, like, rap god type shit. It's like, yeah. I can rap really fast, blah, 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 A, B, C, D, B, F, G. And you're like, that's cool and all, but we all remember songs like even like if I use a club song as an mm-hmm. example, because I heard this on actually the Joe Budden podcast, like it reminded me of this song, right? It was the um you remember the Akon song with Eminem on it? And that oh, wasn't yeah. even like that. Yeah, but a hundred and he that verse was so hard, bro. Yeah. That verse was so hard on a fucking smack that. Like Eminem had so many songs that he had hard ass verses and he didn't have to show you that he could fit three hundred and seventy two words into a uh, sentence. I think Stop. it's sad to see like People feel like they have to conform to that to this day. Because if you think about it back then, man, it was all about originality. Like, mm-hmm. Now he's just trying to like stick to the wave. But I guess that's like that old man syndrome. Though, it is. You, you got to fit in with the young it's people. It's tough you seeing know. the old man syndrome with so, people that used to be so fine, though. Because like, like, you see, it's a rare example, sadly. Because every time people get older, you start to see how much more of a rare example it is. Like, Hope dropped 444. 
and he was damn near 50 years old. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He still found a way to sound cool at damn near 50. And there's a lot of people over 40 that are doing it that. Hits a but lot a lot of people, people you hear them. You and hear not the even, old not even, <laughs> not even like, because you don't even always have to hear the music. Because you even saw from like the interview side of it. Because this man really wasn't giving music like that. It's just like a. I'm pretty sure it was getting to like three stacks too. Like it was getting to Andre. No, for and like, sure. So you know what's sad about that? He said that he feels like his self esteem is too low exactly. to make music. That made me want to. Like cry. someone who I'm made that cry. good of that fucking music. It's just like you made What are you comparing yourself to? You, you know? made a Gemini and you think bro. you are not confident in your music making abilities anymore. That's my father, bro. I'm telling you, if you. Like, is but, it is it looking back though and realizing how high you've been and not being able to really let go? Not like no, nah, I don't think it's that. Head. I think it's more so just the fact of like, well, I guess that coupled with seeing people getting the uh, similar types of praise in the modern day, but like they have such a different sound than you, or like the, the whole genre is on such a different wave that it's like, damn, I don't even know if I can really like do Dude, this anymore. But he just was really dropping, getting to him. he was literally dropping like a verse a year. And people were still like, oh my That would God, shake the world. Like, for sure. That verse would be, bro, the verse on the fucking, I'm not going to lie, I may be someone that is not the highest person to praise blonde because of how, <laughs> I, know you're not. I know you're not. I know you're not. I know you're not. I love Frank Ocean too, bro. Or, Channel Orange is probably a top five album of the last decade for me. Like, really, I love Frank Ocean. You got to go back and listen to was not for me. You got to go back it, and listen no, to It was cool, though. I'm not going to be a hater and say it was bad, though. Bro. But when niggas were coming out just saying with their chest, no, it was better than Channel where, where, where you're at now, like, bro. where you're at now, go back and listen to it. It's going to be very different. When, when, when Blonde first dropped, I was so disappointed. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's just this man, like, uh, uh. <laughs> like there was no structure to the songs. It was just, like, pure emotion. Mm-hmm. It was just, like... But I just kept listening and listening. Exactly. And, listening. and I was like, dude, this is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful, man. Am I, am I you can't, but Be you can't honest. look at it. You can't look at it as comparing it to Channel Orange. I know. I, you're going to be disappointed. I know you yeah, shouldn't do that. It's like completely different shit, music. Bro. And I know like when you get to the good body of work, you bro, want it to be like that. This thing gave me an album that just encapsulated And it was so concise. Life. I feel like that was the biggest thing. That was long. I could listen to Blonde. To this day, that's like heavy rotation for me. Really? You know, but that you know something in a similar vein that was like because I want to say something in a similar vein that like when I listened to it the first time and keep in mind I still liked it a lot but I was disappointed like when I heard Love Is Rage two by Lil Uzi and I'm sitting here like fuck like we didn't get like (laughs) you know I said like I was just listening to Pies and Cute I was just listening to Money Longer like this is great but like dog Uzi you could do a little better. I kept listening. I was like, "I'll fuck it. I've got to be retarded or something." Because then I heard Unfazed. I heard the deluxe version. You I heard what? uh, what was? It took me loaded. Twenty one minutes. Yeah. Just so did it too too far. Just to keep it a little more concise to take it back to the original point of like the Andre early twenties Rager. I'm sorry, I gotta just play the early early the Andre three thousand thing. It's his verse on Blonde though. Like I think I listened to that verse one day. Like genuinely, just the verse. Like, I, I was still doing delivery driving at that time. I listened to it for my whole shift. You know, I have four-hour shifts. You like, like, it's no, like no, a one-minute one, song, No, that, bro, no, no like, that one thing for four hours, bro. Like, Andre 3000 still drops verses that does that to me. You know what I'm saying? That does that to me. And this nigga is not confident in himself, bro. That hurt my soul. Like, I got sad hearing him say that. But I will say an album, before we, we will move on to the heat checks, but I will say an album that Ezigo did tell me, no, 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 just keep playing it. What's wrong with you? Like, was the new Roddy Rich album? Because you know how I feel about Roddy Rich. I love Roddy Rich. But I listened to that Roddy Rich album the first time, and I was like, 
oh, this shit cool. I don't know if it's really like what I wanted out of Ronnie, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But dog, like, this isn't, this is now gone to the point the that I can't, I can't go into that album and choose a song. I go into that album and I just press play and I listen to the whole album. For through. sure. Like, I don't, I like every album, their songs will just go to. You're like, oh, this is the hardest shit. No, that Roddy Rich album is still heavy in rotation. But Thanks. to go back, to go into the heat checks for the week, my heat check is going to be off of the 070 Shake album because that has been the only thing I've been listening to the last Shake. two days. I'm so happy the second she got herself away from that white bitch from Miami, she just started snapping, snapping. The thing like is, though, she's and, always yeah, made good music. Yeah, so I don't no. want to take that away from the artist, but I'm saying like her progression since then. Has oh been yeah, crazy. I was just gonna say too because I know like again while you're saying that if people want to go back and listen to like uh, Sunday Nights by her, really fucking good song, but. For sure. I, I like that. My heat check is going to be the album is called Modus Vivendi. I think you should listen to just the whole thing, to be honest, if I just put a whole album as a heat check. But my favorite song at this moment, it changes probably every couple hours, is Daydreaming. Okay. That song is dangerous. Ooh, buddy. Hey. <laughs> but. So, I'm going to go ahead and get into mine then. Yeah, go ahead. For my heat check, uh, I actually have Late Night by Cause and Omen featuring Buddy and uh, Landstrip Ship. Off of the, uh, I guess, like, director's cut of Revenge of the Dreamers 3, which is a fucking beautiful, like, I don't think they can fail when they get together, you know? Especially with all the collaborative efforts they get from, like, all these other artists. They just make such beautiful fucking music, man. That whole Dreamville so, bonus yeah. shit was, like, a new album. That shit was fire. And so, I'm gonna cheat a little bit because there was another one. It just feels like we did put a little bit of time in between this, and this was originally gonna be my heat check, so I have to mention another song. I've already that I saw, that my heat check. You did? Yeah, I made it my heat check one of our first few ones. That song dangerous. I, I saw the album. I would say, bro, I saw it first off. I listened to like the little, uh, you might have posted on like Instagram or Twitter. I went and I listened to it. I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> but we'll but just plug it again because it's a good plug song. it again. Want to know remix feature, uh, featuring Drake by Dave? That shit is, um, oh my god. That shit is god. immaculate. Like immaculate. I haven't even peeked yet. Bro, I bro, listened to it. They got like a little uh, Naruto type of like style cover. And bro. Shit. Oh, it's kind of like I have to be real with y'all. I have to be real with y'all. I decided something yesterday because after listening to Ezigo and having him just as my brother be real with me about my music taste, because he's been in the whip. You know what I'm saying? He's he he grew up with like next to the next to the stereos, like everything, like every he hears what music I play constantly. I have to accept the fact that I gotta be a Drake stand, bro. Like Drake might have oh, to my. be my number one artist of all time, this and I hate being like that. But I, bro, it, I hate saying that. But number one artist of all time just off of music. When I go personally to, and objectively when, when, are different. When I go to go conversations and shit like that, I have a top five that is different. That Drake is still in, but he's number five on that. But for me personally, it might be one because my go combo whole shit. I think Hope has the whole package right now. Drake has to get a little bit older for me because I have to see how you age a little bit too. I feel like I when you're when you're personally talking about like your favorite artists and things like that, at some point you got to be real with yourself <laughs> and look at like the number of plays you give a certain artist. Because yeah. like I can say here and be like man i did not chances not in like my favorite artist and things like that and i get it you know i didn't listen to his last album like that i'll be the first to admit it but i listened to fucking 10 day acid rap and coloring book more than a lot of other niggas at this point i haven't listened to chance in about a calendar year like just <laughs> off of the strength that of how much wild. i listened in the past acid rap is dope as fuck though mm-hmm. i did not like coloring book for some reason you didn't coloring did, book was did so you like 10 day I love today. I feel like it it was definitely raw and it wasn't like the best put together, but it showed a lot of talent and shit. Acid rap was like that cohesive, like acid that you wanted to see. That shit was like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. And then he kind of just. 
So what would be your so the book? I love oh, my wife. I would like jungle beats in the background, so you hear people like thumping. This man would make the most fire PBS music. Now I want to take that away from it. Like bring between the lines back and have Dragon Tales music for sure. He makes Dragon Tales music a hundred. Well, what was your heat check for this week, Colin? It's come down to Go Roses by Rick Ross. Go Roses. Just because I was in a whip the other day and I heard it, and I was just like. Dude, I need an album. Like, <laughs> I do. I, I, I do. I do. I do. At this point, I really do. Oh, <laughs> you know, Rick like, Ross' uh, beat selection has always been immaculate. Mm-hmm. Rick Ross has one of the best ears in hip hop music. Oh, I was gonna say. So, question for you: If they're both like collaboratively making an album together, and you know, there had to be like a drink of choice that was just their drink while they were making this album that even represents the album, what would it Man, be? Because I feel like, like it had to be some Duceo or some top shelf most expensive. Dude, some like weird shit that like white, old white men drink, but some brown. Virginia like, Black Drake made it. Black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like they're drinking some scotch or some like, shit. Yeah, like some like Drake really made really some dry. old white man alcohol. Like that's what they because that's the vibe they're on in there. They're on that like I drink some Virginia Black. exotic. <laughs> it's different. Some. But oh, yeah, so, I, so I wrote down the heat check so I don't forget and ask y'all later, <laughs> like every fucking time. That yeah. shit is crazy. But, you know, in fashion, because I feel like we should move on from this, though, and on to something that I want to make sure we get to before it gets skipped over, because, you know, uh, it's just a very important day. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Talk about See, now, so now you're going to make us. This thing is trying to make us sound like haters. I'm not even, I never even said anything yet. Why am I making sound like a hater? I never said any of that. I, I, I was like, just going to say like, that it's MLK Day. And you know, I just wanted to give like a little bit of a second for us to kind of like pay our respects to this man, his life, uh, and, like his work that he did. Yes, sir. To, you know, Shout out MLK, man. Is his birthday? I think his birthday like 15th. Yeah, it's, they always just make 15th, 18th, or something like that. Monday, hey man, third Monday of every salute January. to him. You know, yeah. for a lot of different things. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? A lot of different things. He gave his life for his work, for real, for real, for real. That's a fact. I just you don't see revolutionaries like that often, man. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> Now we sound like dickheads. I know. (laughs) I'm going to give y'all a little bit of context just because this thing is going to want us to sound like dickheads. I'm going to go ahead and sound like a dickhead. I don't even want to go. So we were talking before the podcast started about MLK and I said, yo, salute to this man for real because you can't not respect what he did. Like for real, he believed in his shit and he was a really inspiring, powerful person. I just don't personally agree with just letting white people off the hook with some of this fuck shit. Like some of it, I think, deserved the retaliation of violence like for real because you can't play with human beings like that that's nuts but i understand that people have differing opinions on that and there's no way to definitively prove it so it's like look i'm gonna be honest i wasn't trying to make y'all look bad and i don't think that (laughs) i don't think that's even the direction of what i was really gonna say i just really wanted to emphasize the fact that i feel like it's often (laughs) joked about now because you know this is it's fire that we get a day off of work a lot of people not everyone but a lot of people get a day off of work school and all these things that we forget the fact that the U.S. had one of the biggest revolutionary, like, icons in history. Like, up there in the likes of, like, regardless of, like, some of the side things. Like, like Gandhi. But, <laughs> or, oh, my God. Or, like, a, I don't want to say, like, Jesus or something, but really, you know, like. No, don't certain, even say Gandhi, bro, bitch-ass nigga. Look, I'm just saying, though. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, history. America had one coming from a black man that was born and raised in 
Atlanta, Georgia, Atlanta, black man. That's different. Black man. That's black very man. fucking different. And like a lot of respect to him. So just keep that man his legacy in mind sometimes, and educate yourself if you're not the most familiar on it, like younger people, so that you can appreciate a day that is often not looked at for the right reasons right. anymore. Right. But that can I get canceled for calling Gandhi a bitch ass nigga? You can't. Bro, I don't canceled. think enough people. I don't care think, about a lot of people like hate Gandhi. Yeah, but on some real shit though. Do you guys remember, like, in Black History Month, they would play this uh, <laughs> this movie? Oh, oh, like the animated My friend one? Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That shit was lit. So, <laughs> shout out to Martin Luther King for that. Yeah. No, that was great. That, that was, was great. a great movie, My friend bro. Malcolm. My friend Malcolm. No, they was traveling that. back and forth. That was my friend Martin. Like, my friend Martin, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was say, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, But what is, what is, oh, okay. Before we get off music, though, because we did speak about Roddy Rich earlier, we do have a couple things music related still for right now. I do want to go ahead and give a quick roundup just so people can hear some of the music that has come out lately. Rich Onion by Stunna for Vegas. That shit was hard. Sometimes that nigga real hit or miss. I'm not going to lie to you. Real hit or miss. But. He has a lot of hit, so I'll say there is a lot of hit. He just be offbeat sometimes. Offbeat is, but hell. sometimes it, it like it's turns like me up cool. Now. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's cool, but sometimes it's just like nigga. Like, I'm, I'm imagining that meme with that dude like turn me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sometimes like nigga, tell him to turn on the metronome, bro. You might be one of those niggas that need it. Just like just you need it a little bit. You might need a count, you know, like something. Just if you want, I'll hold up my finger and tell you when. Like turn it up. That's crazy. But Lil Baby dropped verse of the year so far on do that so if y'all wanted to go into that song um revenge of the dreamers the deluxe edition came out and that shit was basically a whole fucking other album all good songs on that shit so i'm not even gonna say just one i already said the shake album modus vivendi and then mac miller r.i.p to that legend and that man the second part that was supposed to come out from swimming which would have made it swimming in circles but this album was just circles and there was so much good music on this that I don't even want to suggest a singular song. It's just a beautiful listening experience. It's kind of bittersweet a little bit and a little eerie at times just because of the stuff people say before they die, but it's a really good body of work. Really good body yeah. of work. And so moving on to some doofy business, though, because we have to give the... Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm trying to think if we could come up with like a specific award because it was so doofy that it deserves an award. I feel like <laughs> what you're about to talk about, and I, I don't have the best opinion on it because, you know... A little more educated on that one than me, but <laughs> but Selena Gomez. Ooh, never mind. Selena Gomez needs Ooh. do for the do for do for do. I think like, we gotta join Justin Bieber in with it too, just because he no. made that doof tweet. Oh, like, the thing like just, it was just the so tweet of the whole like, Instagram like, no, no, the advertising. Justin Bieber, thing, honestly, no, no Justin like, Bieber. This is how I want to give y'all a build up of this. This is why I thought we needed an award for this one. Because Bieber, y'all already know how I feel about Justin Bieber. Bieber. But y'all already know how I feel about Justin Bieber. <laughs> he was like fucking right here on the doof scale. He already surpassed the requirements to be a doof for the shit he did. <laughs> like Selena, she took that bitch and she knocked it to the next park. Like she fucking <laughs> beat the fuck out of that shit. I'm like not, she sat, no, 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 no. She sat on camera and she said, Hey guys, um, this yeah. next album's uh, very special, and um, uh, um, dude, that looked that was crazy. <laughs> that looked crazy. I'm not gonna lie, I don't think Justin Bieber was a du- was was corny. Was about it? Because to be honest, that man just came back from like not came back from because he still got dude, it. Justin he has Lyme like, disease coming bro. back from like struggling, like the worst thing. This man just trying to make music again, trying to really get at the it. Song, and he just really dude, wanted it to be. Was, I was like, dude, the song was man. mid, bro. The song wasn't the worst. Even but the, 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 the video, like, the pink mm. hair, like I was like, bro, is this man tripping? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's got that bad. You need yeah, R&B. Bieber. Bieber. He even tweeted but, R&B. Bieber. Where is he? That was not, that, well, that was not R&B. Dude, it was bad. It it was bad. I'd rather listen to the box. I stream the box like a million times. I listened to Yummy once, and then I I literally just followed those instructions for the box. I left it on the guy. I was like, nah. I don't even want to be one of those niggas. I was like, nah. We really. Selena literally was like, we're heading to Walmart. We're heading to Best Buy. We're buying all the albums. No, and then she even said, you know what? I said I don't care about a number ones, but you know what? Um, this album's really special. Blah 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 blah. You don't put out work you don't think is fucking special, loser. Like you're a doofy. Like that's crazy, dude. Come on. Look, look. Definitely, I'm not gonna lie. And especially when you double back at the end, you're like, no. When you double back at the end, and then you say the whole. But you know, I just really released this, so people could enjoy. Ah, shut up. All right, no, nigga, you the, and the Walmart. worst thing, no, 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 no. We have to go. You spent this whole month already on trying to buy these what? albums. I was bro, sick of your it. Your old album, bro. Bro, we man. have to. We have to go ahead and call a spade a spade. Did she guys smell them? I think the no, Selena shit. No, she just burned them. She's gonna just burn those shits. She just wanted to buy them, bro. The doofiest part about it is Selena Gomez is one of the most followed people on Instagram, right? So that's just social reach. She's always she's got so many stream records for women or is up there for stream records for women, but I never hear anyone ever talk about her music. So this I get the confused. First time I'm so I'm like, I'm like, are there stream farms? Like these numbers, it's like Dude. Drake just be Selena Gomez. I'm like, Drake and Selena Gomez are the same status for music? <laughs> like I was I was like, how is she the one that held that record? Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, it's one word. Disney's a hell of a drug. No, 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 actually, no, no Esco, bro. Esco. But the thing is, I feel like she was the first on the streaming form shit. You know why I think that's backed up? Why? Because Selena Gomez is breaking all of these records by streaming. All of these. No, for everything else. Yeah, no, I see that. She's so streamed. No, 100%. And then the bot. No, Roddy's album was like a hundred and something K for that week. Bro, Eminem is projected for 300. Dude, like, no, I get Selena that. is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just going to say, if we're looking at a common denominator, between a lot of artists' success that should not have the success, especially in years <laughs> past, like their point, it's like this Disney shit is a big fucking drop. Because like, French Ashley Tisdale made a reasonable yes. singing career off of High School yes. Musical. I've never seen that. I've never <laughs> seen it. Wasn't even the main. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Vanessa <laughs> Hudgens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Eddie from That's So Ravens. Is, is relevant. Dude, Eddie Slick has bars, look. No, that nigga rap, bro. Eddie doesn't crack him. I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. I gotta hear this. Listen, just listen to some. He made like a young thug sound. I want to send help. Don't even like look at it. It's hard not to. Just close your eyes and listen, bro. He has bars. He's for just real. a crackhead. He really is just. But crackheads crack. have superhuman abilities. Yeah, crackheads. Yeah. Crack. I have an uncle that's a crackhead. Bro. They tap into like one <laughs> thing. He can do some wild shit. He can do some wild that's shit. Funny as fuck. No, no, obviously no. it's crack addiction. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> the stream farm shit is real, bro. Cause French Montana holds oh! holds a lot of records too. French Montana holds a lot of records. I, I don't want to sound like I'm being disrespectful because you could ask my brother. Like he would look at me weird sometimes when I would tell him. Oh. Did you listen to the like latest French Montana release or things yeah. like that? Because I really do like French Montana and I listen to his music. I really do fuck with French. But when I saw something like he went gold first day, I was like, oh, he paid Dude, the look, 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 There's look, people look. saying like, what, what, ra- what, what race is he though? Armenian? Armenian? I'm trying to figure out. They are they loyal? They've been finessing, bro. They've been finessing. Is bro. it a finesse or do they have like a loyal fan base that's just streaming that shit 24 7? No, 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 no. Not for that. Alright, no, no, no. Look, I also have Drake's proof, not bro. doing I have it. Proof. First day? Unless, <laughs> unless you know, the day? You know what I'm saying? Like in the streaming era? Like, are bro. you saying stop? Yeah, Drake's gonna. Stop. 
We just gotta be realistic about it. I'm gonna start streaming <laughs> our podcast. There's overnight. people, hey man, <laughs> dude's gotta do. There's people though that uh, are like reporting hacking into their Spotify account, and they're saying like my number one song for some reason is French Montana. Oh yeah, <laughs> no no no, oh, Spotify accounts were getting hacked. No 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 yeah, no no, no. it was a big issue. Dude, so when I was doing my rewind on like on Apple Music though, and I was looking through my top play shit, and I saw Low Skies like his last album. I was like, hold on for a second. That's no so. I didn't play it. I didn't like it. It wasn't me. I'm, I'm pretty sure that somebody hacked me too. No, bro. Apparently, apparently, it's in the written thing for Spotify. Like people don't realize in their agreements, like they're allowed to like go into your account and like change some shit or whatever. So right. like people have been getting plays yeah. for their music through that stuff, like on some stream farm shit. No, but that's cool though. You know, if you got the time and effort to do that to make yourself remembered for two more generations, <laughs> that's neat. Because I'm gonna French be honest, Montana. five generations later, no one's gonna give a fuck about French Montana, and bro, I love his music. Five generations later, that's a lot of people, bro. That's a lot of bro. A lot of people get forgotten after one. You're right. In you're life, right. Right. look at well, never mind. Beethoven, like imagine all the because it wasn't just him making music back back then. I'm about to say he was probably going at him. But he probably has some competitors. I don't know what their yeah. names are. Oh yeah, you're right though. You're right. You're right. Drake's gonna be the only one. The only gonna be Drake. I was waiting for it too. He definitely is though. He's gonna be. Yeah, Drake's definitely gonna be up there. But moving on to some more music related stuff. We oh, you know some what? More? I love it. You know why I love it? Because I love music. So the music parts of the podcast are dope, and a lot of the times we don't have that much to say on actual music, and we have to talk about so much like pop bullshit that's going on. Whoa, whoa, I got a lot to say on music. Y'all just don't want to hear about the shit I listen to, you know? Oh, yeah, so we were talking about good music. Good music. Good music. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you listen to third string New York artists, bro. Ah, uh, third string. First, stop it. Stop it. This I feel new- sorry for the whole New York, like, wave. No, the New York wave know? is fire right now. It's fire right well, now. Not really. yeah. It's fire right now on the low. Because they had their time, like, fuck, I'm not gonna say their disrespect towards the south will never be forgotten trust me so we will always sneer when we're ahead of them but but i don't want to put disrespect on them because their scene is actually hot right now this new york kind of grime scene or whatever that's starting up is actually hard that music like pop smoke makes me want to go kill somebody and like like that nigga music that is crazy like it's like i listen to him i feel like i hear 50 and dmx combined bro you know what i'm saying like it's like some like it makes you really in the wrong mindset like i don't want to be in public when I listen like to Young Boy. I don't know, bro, right? Like, I'm telling you, like, young right, are, right. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, you fucking with Young Boy? Last time he was I, here, I, man, he was like, Last time, <laughs> I gotta put a microscope last on that one. Last time he was one. here, right, right, not right. for the, Like I said, on the, off, boy, on the Off Space podcast, we're not afraid to walk back statements after. <laughs> After we digest things again, you know, because we're not above, like, we're not just going to live and die by things that we change our mind on. I listen to some more young boy Chuka, and he's definitely better than I was giving him credit for. Do I think he's better than Juice World? Fuck no. But, man. You're tripping, but it's okay. It's that's cool. all, it's all personal, though. Yeah, for, for me sure. personally. R.I.P. Juice World. R.I.P. Juice World, for real, though, because that was a super talented motherfucker. His hook game was actually nuts. But, moving on to Ari Lennox. Y'all's favorite girl. Look, man, all I'm going to say is this. All right, this <laughs> all right. We'll give them a little backstory. <laughs> on Twitter, there was a situation that happened. It was a week ago or something like that, where Ari Lennox or some random dude really said, this man said when, when a random dude said that, how come women, these women in the rap game have so much sex appeal but look like pit bulls or like Rottweilers or something? He said Tiana Taylor and he said Ari Lennox have high sex appeal. 
and simultaneously look like Rockwellers. That's nuts. You really got to do research on who his girlfriend was and then compare her type Tiana of... Taylor... I'm not going to do that. Tiana I don't want to bring down one person to make another look bad, but Tiana Taylor It's is not beautiful. even that, but Tiana Taylor... I've seen Tiana Taylor in person, too. Like, I just want everyone to know how... You've, you've seen her the so sexy on camera, on videos... She that's nothing near as good as she looks in person with your real eyes. Like seeing Tiana Taylor in person, she was one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen walk in front of me. Hey, like bro. and so like that's what no, so that goes into how I want wait, wait, whoa, whoa, how how I believe the situation should have been handled is obviously because Ari Lennox got mad, she reacted, she made went on rants about it, etc. I believe that she should have realized that she's above all of that because she's a beautiful woman. And she should have just definitely just passed that on and just let someone be a hater because it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, I that cut much. this video off ten seconds in because it doesn't matter that much. But so for know, some so fucking you know reason, how she like. But for looks. some, yeah, well, I know how she looks. But, but for some fucking reason, it's just right. like so, they took it, they made no, no, a huge no, no, internet thing, yeah. and it was a bit annoying, of course. But I get why they would yeah. feel like that. What were your thoughts on it, Colin? I have no sympathy on that shit, man. You gotta charge that shit to the game. We all grew up getting roasted, bro. It's just a part of life. For it sure. It's just a part of life. For Especially sure. if you're black. Come on now. I know, but I've never mm-hmm. walked in the shoes of a black woman. That is That's why a it's fact. like I completely I, understand. I give it like I couldn't understand how it may feel because black men, even though a lot of it is fetishizing, we're sexualized. To be real. So it's like, yeah, some of y'all niggas is busted, but for the most part, like, <laughs> for, the <laughs> yes, most, <laughs> but for the most part, we're Man. looked at as like a fetish. But, but for black women, it's either looked at as like the bottom of the bottom or like hypersexual. You know, on, in a way, I don't, I don't think so. I think black women get a lot more. Um, I think they get straight fetishized. Definitely. But in the long run, I think black women would get chosen over a, a black man in certain positions like or certain things i kind of feel like black women get the sympathy card a lot more and i'm not necessarily saying like that's a good thing but i'm just saying sometimes it's beneficial so with that being said i feel you that's a whole another subject but bruh what like, you, no i understand she should have just she, it was a again. nobody that said that it's a random guy on twitter yeah and it like, hurt your feelings that much and she made it seem like it was so anti-black it has nothing to do with being black that's what i'm saying like it was not, just get roasted like sometimes. i get where the connection comes bro, from a rockwell like, puppy is cute bro. as fuck like, bro First off, like, can I'm not you really bring like, one puppy that's not? Yeah. If you present a puppy that looks ugly, no, yeah, that's you a bad. Can. Yeah. You, you can. can. There's some puppies you that can. Bro. All right, <laughs> no, no, fuck some that. Them niggas. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ari Lennox should not. And then another thing about it. Okay, so I understand. You know, if if you feel that so much about people's emotions, then that's cool. But practice what you preach, because Ooh. someone said that she was dating money bag yo. And the way that she reacted was pretty foul. If I was money bag yo and I saw my, her reaction, my feelings would be hurt. My feelings, my feelings would be hurt. hurt for real. They so I mean, you have you, you have you have you ever been that person in a situation though? Because I'm gonna be honest, I didn't always look like the handsome dude I am today. You know? <laughs> I'm not. I didn't always look like this sexy young man that you see in front of you. So I'm gonna be honest. I've had, I've seen that in person, in person. Yeah. The, are you dating like an Ezigo? And people hit that look. And you know, and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and people hit that look. And it's just like. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that shit hurts way different. It hurts way different. Oh Man, nah. You know what hurts, bro? When you're at a party and you see girls dancing, and then you know you go up behind them and try to get a dance. <laughs> 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 and they turn around and look at you, bro. And they'd be like, 
Oh, face, bro. That I'm not gonna face, lie to you. Bro. I will say, I will say. I but was, my ratio is pretty high, though. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we gotta keep gotta get the disclaimer first. Like, you gotta keep it. Gotta keep Because I'm batting legit. Like you know this too. Like when I'm at like a club party, whatever, I'm batting damn near like 95 percent for for getting like dance, like people vibe with me and shit like that. But I had an encounter at the club like a month ago where I tried to go talk to this girl. And she dead ass looked at me with such disgust <laughs> and, just, and just walked away Yo, before, before I got two bro, words in. Women are so rude, oh, they're bro. So yeah. bro. So, boy, you're a bro, guy. You're supposed to take bro, that. You're we got to take it, it and just bro. walk with And it. let's talk about how. I'm Aquarius, bro. bro. So. <laughs> we'll talk about how women are so rude. But then on the flip side, because, like, yeah, I, I was a beautiful ass baby. I was a beautiful ass toddler. <laughs> so I got and then I was an ugly as shit ass human till I hit like 18. And now I'm gorgeous. I GQ call me. GQ call me. <laughs> GQ trust call me. me. It's crazy. Like, trust me, the glow up, I only give that to God. But like, when we talk about women and how they'll give you the most disgusted face sometimes, I get that. You know, you, you don't want to be approached. That's cool. But we would also have to flip it on them a little bit. Women have the worst game ever when they approach you. The worst game you've ever seen in your life. Like, they always talk about how niggas don't have game. Bro, y'all have the worst game I've ever seen. Ever. Like, half of the women that I've talked to, like, later in the night, they've been like, why didn't you notice me earlier? It'd been like, a, they, like, tap my thigh yeah, I'm while like, walking by No, no, they I'm literally, like, they walk up with, like, the, you know that meme where, uh, where it's, like, Summer Walker just standing there, like, shoulder <laughs> stiff. That's not really what they do is just come up and just, they just come up and stare at you until, like, they're, you until you're me. ready to attack. It's like, what? Are Someone you should make a movie about that. <laughs> Pushing road. No, that shit is hilarious. It's but just like what women normally go through with the guy side of it. You feel me? Bro, I'm telling you, I can give you stories. I can give you stories because I know a lot of I you think goofy. it would. I but know, fuck that. No, 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 no. I know a lot of you doofy ass niggas don't understand that. But <laughs> moral of the story is Ari Lennox, man. She, she all she does is bitch, bro. Like about everything. Like at a, at a certain point, man, just. Enough's enough. Just chill. It has you make good music. Just she makes quiet. outstanding like, music. But a lot of her, she would say from like a marketing side though, a lot of her fan base is from those IG lives because they're all viral. The Shea Twitter. Butter. Shea Butter Shea Twitter. Butter Twitter. Yeah. I love Shea Butter Twitter though. I'm not going to lie. Shea Butter Twitter is hit or miss. I, they I've are been, hit or miss I've Because then you get mad at some shit that you'd be so confused that humans get mad at. Once again, I don't understand the plight of a black woman, so I can't say nothing on that. But it's like. That's a fact. Sometimes I just sit there like, come on, y'all are beautiful. What are y'all doing? Y'all don't gotta respond to this. The one white guy. Black women are some of the most uh, copied people in the world. Like. The most copied. Yeah. People Did in y'all see that? It's not niggas. It's oh, them. like with the cornrows and shit. Or like a cornrow lace front. They were putting on white models. What the were thing they is, thinking? No, it's, it's, you know what they were thinking? They were, <laughs> first of all, they look ugly as shit. Is that appropriate? But that aside, like, is that appropriate? Like, no, it's, it's not. Of course, it's not. But you know so why they did the it? Fuck? Because it just brought. You just said their brand. It came to your mind. Oh, it's literally all publicity is good publicity. Uh, like it didn't matter bad or not because you just made that brand relevant. I was about to go buy some. Uh, I was finally about to get those Conde Garcon converse. I'm still gonna buy them. For sure, for sure. But the thing is, just like Bruh, you want to talk about something? Grand, crazy? Gucci. Everyone fucks with Gucci. They're, you still see them doing crazy shit every year. I mean, Gucci just makes quality nice shit. They still pull yeah, some bro. real doofy like cultural appropriation. Everybody really. like, we're canceling Gucci for the blackface shit. Like, um, and then you buy Gucci no, next and then, and then you went to the next award show. It was all niggas and Gucci. And Gucci. But, but moving on to something a little bit more pertinent right now because of the fact that I'm dying. What? Dog. Getting sick as a grown-up is 37 times worse oh. than getting sick as a kid. 
Fast. Like getting sick as a kid, you just like you'll go yak. You'll be like, oh, mommy, I'm sick, and then you'll be up like ready to run. You're headed to a wall, like eat some more pizza, like sprints around the house, like be like a spaz ADD person. But like now, getting sick as a grown up, I just wish I had a girlfriend so I can just like curl up and cry on her lap so she can just rub my head. And, and the thing is, food. though, she gotta go to work. I know, and then you're alone. So she's not even gonna be around. Then you're alone. Like, <laughs> you're alone. <laughs> you won't call out. The worst part, like I used to, I used to honestly look look forward to getting sick as a kid. Because like, how sick could you really get? You know, your body's fighting shit actively. Like as a kid, sickness just bounces off of you. So I basically just got a free day from school. I'm just chilling. I get to play right. video games. Cause sick, I never was too sick to play games. Now, nobody now, is. now <laughs> I get sick. It's just like, oh, oh I can't even yeah. think about that. I'd be in bed oh, contemplating God. if I'm just going to put myself out of my misery. <laughs> it's like this cold's about, I'm either about to do me in or this cold is. Bro, you it's be, one of the fucking you be caring extra about what your girl's got going on for the day. You get a little bit of energy like, so what's going on, baby? <laughs> <laughs> she, she asks you, know you feeling any better? No, nah, I wish you were here. Yeah, you just want someone to complain to. <laughs> The Common Code been taking niggas out like, for a long time, bro. The Common Code, I used to go to school on that like, shit just bro, like what? happy to go. Even like back in the day, like they had, they literally had people dying from like a cold. Like, <laughs> but in the 2000s? No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Back in like shit, like 1800s. I was about to say, I know I'm being dramatic, but damn. No, you're right though. Nah, yeah, but that Common Code right still feel like it'd be taking out. niggas out right now. It'd be taking me out, Loki. I'd be like, am I going to die? <laughs> Like, is, is this how I'm supposed to feel for the rest Whoa, of life? What? It's it's kind of nice though knowing now. It's not nice knowing now. I'm trying to make a bright side to it to just play devil's advocate. But honestly, getting sick when you're older sucks. Because like also, you got to take care of yourself. So it's like I got, I got bills to pay. And if I miss work because I'm sick, they're not going to pay me. It's yeah, not like they care that much. Like I work for a corporation. Wow. The crazy thing is you went on the most adult side of that. When you said take care of yourself... I was thinking more of like, yeah, and my mom can't give me a shower because of the fact that I'm sick and I don't want to do anything. Bro, like, no. Like, it's the oh, fact that up. I got to do it myself. So, like, I remember going into work earlier this year feeling like I got, I'm definitely on my last leg of life. That's how I was feeling earlier. And I was going in because it's like, I got bills coming up. Like, if I miss work, I'm not going to get paid. Like, I got to be here. And it feels like whenever you're sick, you don't remember how it feels to not be sick. Bro, uh, that is the craziest uh, thing ever. I, I thought I was like, dramatic. Damn, uh, like, how does it feel to not be sick? Like, bro, I can't even remember, bro. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been 30 minutes. You're <laughs> <laughs> sitting there hopeless, part. like, fuck, dude. Oh. Even when I get a headache, I feel like that. Like, how does it feel when my head doesn't <laughs> And then it's like, when it finally starts, like, this is what this I was missing. Your life is beautiful. Bro. Then the next day you wake up, you're like back to normal. Bro, now I get like a headache. Bro, now I get a headache and it FaceTime mom. <laughs> I'm like, mom, I don't feel good. Oh. <laughs> come home. Come home. That's funny as shit. But are y'all ready to get in Louisiana sports or are y'all trying to do Man, what? I'm Look. always, I'm always. Ready. Look, the theme of the podcast, our sponsors, we try to save the best for last. Because at the end of the day, when you're around here, it's the winner, sir. Go. Oh, yes, sir. Man. What? Man. So let's just get straight into it. I want us to go ahead and I have to paint a little bit of a backstory for y'all, okay? Here's a story of somebody that fell in love with the sport, right? Because you were watching people in purple and gold, you know, black and gold, whatever, you know, doing cool shit as a kid. 
And then you get to the age where niggas' roasts actually start to hurt your feelings. <laughs> and your team can't produce anymore. They can't, like produce. They can't produce anymore. Yeah. Like, you're trying to be on the winner circle side of that. You know what I'm saying? Our whole adult life, we've been sitting here like, I just need somebody to catch something, bro. I'm ready to kill these niggas. I'm ready to talk, etc. I need to feel like that nigga again. I'm going to shit talk quiet when we lose to Troy. I was just like, I, I need to be able to back it up this time, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> fuck, dude, I gave up. Like, I was like, man. I, I, was, I, I almost gave up on football, yeah, really. Yeah, I was about to just be like a, a, a Lamar Jackson fan. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a fucking, uh, like, I just like watching the beautiful game. You know, like those motherfuckers. Those like, motherfuckers. not even like caring about the fucking team. So you don't have a team. It's like but my then, team points. But then the Saints. <laughs> Then the Saints, they even they doubled it down for me. I even told Ezigo in one teary-eyed night, a nigga might be dumb, bro. I don't, I, I, I don't know if he can do this no more. I don't know if he could do this no more. But then I said, I'm going to give it one more shot. Like, really? I'm going to be real with y'all. The day of the national championship for LSU, because this team's been special. Don't get me wrong, but we've seen a lot of special teams get crossed out. Like, so the day of this national championship game, like seven minutes into the game, it's already on. And I don't have it on. I was telling myself, you know what, Chuka, you'll just hear about the score. You're not going to watch this shit. And then I went to take a shower. And then I'm just like talking to myself in the shower. I'm just like, Nick, them boys are in the national championship. And you're not going to watch it. You got to at least see what's going on. Win or lose, like your niggas are there. You got to watch it. Cool. I come out and I see my team through adversity go crazy. Joe Burrow snap into goat mode and win. Like, I feel like we undermine something on the daily. The fact that, again, this is a special season because you're seeing talent across the board like you never fucking seen it. Like, we definitively beat a team who beat Ohio State. Like, I think that's 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 just something that niggas don't want to talk about. But I, I saw them blow out every team they played except for Penn State. I saw Man, them we beat them. a team that beat Bama, which was, at that time, rated one of the greatest. Mm-hmm football teams of all time mm-hmm. and we went and beat them I don't know man it's just something about the number nine something about the number nine something about the number nine that's crazy 2009 I cried a little bit I'm not even gonna lie 2009 <laughs> I cried a little bit. 2009 Super Bowl I, I was emotional did. I was emotional for sure what I, bro, I was ready to tear my shirt off, bro. I was in the, I'm in my apartment. My downstairs neighbors hate us, mm-hmm. hate us mainly because of my roommate and his drunk friends for sure. <laughs> but they they think we're too loud all the time. Like you play certain music and you'll get like taps upstairs. I'm not not at fault. Like I definitely get tapped in my room sometimes. But like. I didn't even give a fuck, nigga. Like, it was a national championship. I was in there beating on my chest. I'm screaming, let's go. I'm by myself in my room. Like, hey, by my loser. damn self. You know what I'm saying? That game was different, bro. I was, to be honest, though, I didn't want to watch it around people. Because I'm going to be honest. My, I couldn't my, handle that. My, my if we lost, my heart. It. Yeah, for sure. I can only take so much. Yo. I can only take so much. Man, it's crazy because I was, uh, out of all the games that LSU has played this year, I was the most scared for Oklahoma. Mm. And that's crazy because that was just pretty pretty upsetting. But, man, the national championship, bro, that was crazy. He tore a rib ligament and said, I'm still the GOAT, though. I have to do what I have to do. And started running more. He started running more after he injured himself. It's nice when you see it, too, because, like, uh, first, I know it got taken back, and like 
at the end of the day, they had to find like the rhythm and shit and a really dissect the defense play, and start dude. making it work. But the first fucking play, <laughs> first play, forty-seven yard bomb. <laughs> man, that man's a go. Even if he goes to, even if he goes to the NFL and has a horrible career, like nah, he's still my goat. I don't know, man. He's, he's still, still one of them. You know what I'm saying? Man. I'm gonna always have a place in my heart for Joe Burrow. Sixty touchdowns, bro. You're gonna have me defending Joe Burrow crazy. It's People gonna be like, like you're a Saints fan, right? I'm like, yeah, but don't talk about my nigga Burrow in front Joe of me. Burrow, don't do that in front of me. That's my nigga, like he's my brother. Like little boozy, for, like for real. Like boozy, for real. Like I'm sending niggas riding for Joe Burrow, for real, for real. Like that's that's my dog. This man got prime real estate. He's got credit. He's got a key to the city. For life. Man. For life. But did y'all notice how everyone was talking about, like, you know, coming up to the game, they were talking about Trevor Lawrence, and they were talking about Joe Burrow, who would you much rather have? And a lot of these people were like, I would much rather have Trevor Lawrence. Oh, for sure. Like, a lot of people said 25 that. 25-0. Yeah. Like, yeah. And to be fair, if you're not like an LSU, nah, I don't even want to say that, because a lot of college football fans just watch a fuck ton of college football. So there's really not a lot of excuses, because you see, you've seen these games, too. It's just like... I understand the mentality, though, when people want to go with the proven person who's just been doing it, been doing it, been doing it. That's a lot of wins. That's a so lot of things. 29 in a row, that's a lot of fucking wins. That Joe but, Burrow is doing. But exactly yeah. that. Like, seven games in, he breaks the school's record for uh, passing touchdowns. But seven games in? Like, you still have five? Wow. Going crazy. And then look at the people he was playing, though. Look at the teams this man was playing. It's not like he had Clemson schedule. He's playing yeah. for ACC. Florida, Auburn. Bama, mm-hmm. Texas, Georgia, Georgia, Texas A&M, even if people don't want to say Texas it. Texas A&M. If people don't want to say it. Bruh. And what? Just, these are all, like, notable teams. Like, like Bama had two notable teams on their schedule. We were one of them. Mm-hmm. And they lost the other one. You know what I'm saying? They lost both of them. <laughs> and it's like, you know how hard it is, though? I feel like the biggest victory, though, and it's not even, like, being able to say, like, we beat Bama, even though. That was really, crazy. in the moment, in the moment it was. It's the fact that we live in Georgia, and for the longest time, when I was hearing people talk about Georgia football, bum-ass Georgia football, and then, <laughs> and then talking shit to me about LSU, and I couldn't oh. even defend it wholeheartedly, that, that hurt, you know what I'm saying? But we have the upper hand on Georgia, because we beat them we two years. We definitely do now. Last we year, we were do. doo-doo, and like, we beat Georgia. Like, Bro, it's like, these niggas, double digits. These niggas, the one thing they don't want to admit, which sucks when it comes to the Falcons and when it comes to Georgia football, is I get it. Like, I get the NFL rivalry, and I get... Them niggas not winners. No, and I get... And I get in college, it's a cool game, and you got to ride for your niggas, but y'all niggas is really our children. Y'all, y'all niggas is really our children. They're like, more fans of us than anything, because... Because uh, we really have more rivalries with other teams. Yeah, that's like, a fact. Real. And they always t- like talk about us. Mm-hmm. For real. I have this one uh, Falcons fan that I follow. And he literally tweets about the Saints more than <laughs> His me. Like, more than my <laughs> own And I'm like, I'm confused. Like, <laughs> Prime real estate on their minds. It has to be, man. Bro, it's I'm more worried about the. Honestly, I'm more worried about the Vikings than I am the Falcons. Dude, the way Vikings more, way more, way, way and the Rams, more. to well, me, the, the, are like... For sure. Two people that just, really, I'm more worried about the Panthers. I, I hope that's not disrespectful. Dude, but I'm Joe saying, Brady? You know, I think this is a big step for Joe Brady. I'm not I'm hating for on him. Joe Brady in any kind of sense, but Joe Brady has never been the offensive coordinator. Like, At all. A lot of people have it fucked up and think you know, That's he, an was, easy job. he was the reason, like, LSU got to where they were. They think that he was the play caller. He was just, you know, he just put up a little bit of schemes for us. He did a hell of a good job, but the man isn't an offensive coordinator. He was an assistant with the Saints. Mm-hmm. He was an offensive analyst. Like, this is this man's Passion first real, like, job. And, I mean, it's 
It's a, it's a huge opportunity. It's a huge opportunity. It really is. Because if, if it doesn't go well, and he has a McCaffrey, you still always can say you win and go back to like the college football yeah. side of it. But you got that opportunity right yeah. now, and it's a good chance for him because I think it's he, with the offensive pieces they have, he could do something crazy. The, the Panthers works. are about to do a big switch up, especially like man. The, you know what's kind of lame though? They He's going to bring the same substance that the Saints are bringing because he uh, he stayed under Sean Payton for like two years. Ooh, that is true. If we start to blow it, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to see seeing any other team in this division on top of us any years it's gonna be tough really fuck the Falcons like imagine a year I think where... the Falcons are gonna have another 7-9 and nine season yeah they're gonna have some men mm-hmm. I'm not and worried about them at all I'm not worried about I don't think I don't see them getting good anytime soon it's they have a good team though that's they always crazy. do. They, they always have always good players. Have, they always have a squad. They just suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, them niggas not winners. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Fuck that, fuck that. Back to LSU, though. Back to yeah. LSU. We also have to give credit to, to LSU's defense, though. Oh, yeah. They really did. That was the Go first on. time I've seen Trevor Lawrence literally look pitiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he looked like... He just didn't belong. But it wasn't immediately. 18 for 37? It wasn't yeah, immediately. Yeah, it wasn't immediately. Because right. that's the thing. Like, he had like 100, 103 yeah. yards in his first quarter. This is what I like about like our defense and our squad in general. It feels they like adapt. they really play well off of momentum and adapt yeah. well. Because like, as soon as you see them on the uptrend, there's no looking back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's only up. That's the craziest thing. Like when, when bro, the most GOAT moment I've ever seen in college football, and I am biased because I'm an LSU fan, <laughs> so I will say that. But it's like easily the best moment I've ever seen. Like I, I almost lost myself when we were down to Clemson. Joe Burrow runs in the touchdown, wipes off his number, and then says, "Hold on, like, like, hold on, we got this." Like telling people to calm down. That was honestly, and then proceeding to smack these boys, proceeding to smack these boys. That. How that's legendary shit. Those are moments you remember for the rest of your life. Like that's different. That's different. Yeah. Man. And to come back and really win the game. Wow. Man, it's just a beautiful moment. For real. I love. Really, I'm not gonna lie. Really, I love college football. Fuck the NFL. I, mean, <laughs> I might get a number nine. I might get a number nine tatted on me, low key. If I might get a Bengals jersey, bro. Like, I might get a Bengals jersey low key. I might really, really support my nigga like that. Like yeah, I might have to give him the way they got shit going in New Orleans right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna definitely get the Burrow jersey and just hang it up right on my wall. Just like this is all I needed. <laughs> Gotta get the Burrow jersey, bro. I'm getting the nine tatted on me probably. But people think, people think uh, I put the nine right there. <laughs> People think LSU is going to be trash next year. Though. Oh, y'all are in for a rude awakening. That's the worst part. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think there's any way that you're going to be trash after you win a fucking <laughs> like, Realistically, you they can say maybe turn around again, college, or know? might be like a top team but not make playoffs. You can say some shit like that. But you can't say going to be trash because you just, the momentum being huge, but at the same time, the caliber of players you have in the squad and the mentality that got you there, there's no way you're bad after you win it all. And you we know, beat everybody. And, like and don't get me, And think about it like this, too, from a winner's side, because obviously our whole team was full of winners. We won, nigga. Anyways, like, <laughs> like these niggas are all on a squad where they're playing out the ass. Like, only LSU fans were talking about the defense because everyone's talking about just Joe Burrow, right? 
you're playing out the ass and they talk about nothing but your QB the whole season and they think you're about to suck yeah. and you're still at the school. Those niggas, if you thought they played hard last season, they're about to go harder next season. Because I'm about to say too. Because they got to protect that Shouts shit. out to Cohen because I know you keep, you said, oh, you were talking on this earlier and I don't do the best I keep with recruitment because I just, that's just not my thing. But this man, like you can even detail that and get into it because I know like there's a lot of number one players apparently coming onto man. our squad. So, man. If people thought that we had a squad this year, it's the same exact thing we're going to have next year. So everyone's in a rude awakening, man. Especially defense-wise, it's going to be pretty sad. Tightening up the defense. It's going to be a chance. Man. It's going to be sad. But I do want to get into something, too, though. Because, uh, again, I always have to bring it back to this because I made early season predictions, and it's been a minute since we talked on the podcast, especially about basketball. But I made early <laughs> early season predictions about how the Pelicans would be a surprise contender in playoffs and would be able to make a decent run, maybe get out one or two rounds and really just shock people. Uh, them niggas look like Dookie at the beginning. <laughs> but, but I saw the potential. They just couldn't close out because of young players. But they got, like, Derek Favors. They were just letting Josh really establish like the ball way too much. Way too much. Way too much. Established defensive presence with Derek Favors, like, kind of just bringing a veteran mindset and other shit. And just, like, really having the rookies tighten up and, like, develop skills because Jackson Hayes is going to be a monster. Frank Jackson isn't a rookie, but that man's fucking nice. Lonzo playing with confidence. I'm excited to see this people, especially when Zion comes back. And, you know, I know y'all got some con- some hot takes on Zion, but I'm saying keep him where he's at, bring him back, and let him play. No, for sure. I want to let him play, but it's like, dog, it's every single – and I know, obviously, there's always going to be draft classes and people that prove anything wrong, right? So I would love to be that situation, right? But that being said, it does feel like I can, I can allow myself a little room to be apprehensive because of the fact that most draft classes, there's the one, right? And everyone was predicting Zion to be the one. Sometimes you get multiple. Of course, sometimes you get multiple. <clears throat> but I'm talking about the ones that seem like they're going to take the yeah. tide of the new generation. Yeah. And that's a player that we need, right? And then when we talk about that kind of shit, and then we watch the way Ja Morant is playing, which I already yeah. predicted if it wasn't Zion, it was going to be Ja. I want them to be having battles of their age group, don't get me wrong. But it's like with how quickly Zion got injured... I'm hoping that he's not just like an injury prone. It, it's just the fact that Jordan got drafted the same year as Hakeem. You know what I'm saying? Both of them niggas got championships. I don't care who does what, but we better get ours. We better get ours. Zion needs to lose weight. He needs to lose 20 pounds, bro. I'm telling you. Zion needs to lose weight. I'm telling you. They Those knees can't got, withstand that, man. They cannot withstand them. Especially how force. aggressive he plays. What? He plays like a gorilla, bro. And you're coming up from that high in the air. You know, that's kind of unnecessary, too, though. He kind of doesn't have to play like that. <laughs> I think that's, that's like a big rookie mentality. Like, going that hard all the time, especially, like, how much he's dunking. Because you see players that have that ability that just stop that shit later on. Oh, for sure. Like, Braun, obviously, Braun did it as long as possible. Well, even now, and when he still really can, still do it a lot. But he doesn't as much because he tries to, like, preserve himself because they realize, Man. like... Do y'all remember when Ray Allen used to yam on Oh my god. See, people, like prime example. people like forget prime that Ray example. Allen, look, look, Ray look, look, Allen look. had it. I'll say this. Bunnies. I'll say this. At, at that time, I was still younger. So my memory on that is a little faded. Go and watch the highlights. I see that shit. That's cool. But the only Ray Allen I remember is the splash Ray Allen. Man, Ray Allen used <laughs> No, he figured out quick. He was like, I'm good at shooting. Yeah, I'm going to play for a long time. I'm just going to play for a long time. I'm not going to sacrifice my body. Because he was like, you see those AI dunks and shit like that, where little Allen Iverson was jumping over people. Ray Allen was doing the same shit. Yeah, hoping. <laughs> if 
if not the, the old man ball. <laughs> I want to ask something though, because uh, if obviously not the Pelicans, but I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> hey man, you never know. You never fucking know. That like, whole eight to like fifteen seed is kind of trash. Mm-hmm. So. But who are your who, what are your predictions for like? Uh, who's gonna take it this year? Who's gonna win the title? Lakers are winning this championship. Yeah, that's what it's like. And I'm gonna be happy for Alex Caruso to get the ring he deserves. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I don't. I think the Lakers are like the obvious favorites, but I don't think the Clippers are out of it. I think they can definitely win, especially how they matched up. Against, they've won every game against them, and they've been they've treated every one of these games like it's a playoff game in these matches. Yeah, but in a series, it's a it's a different mind game though. And Kawhi's a different kind of player. But will Kawhi have Paul George? Will he? Yeah, pro- I hope. I hope because I, I want to see the best play. Well, we've seen game. Paul go three for twenty also last year. <laughs> That's that true. Is true. Consecutive yeah, game. But even when you look at depth, they got Montrez Harrell. They got Lou Will. As much like, as I hate to say this, bro, they might possibly have AD and LeBron going at it. I, I'd have to take them over the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd have to. That's crazy. And do you I think any to. team from the East has a reasonable chance against? No. Them? No, 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 no. I'm, Not until KD comes back. I'm going to say the surprise, the Bucks have a chance. That defense is kind of nice. And at the same time, there's a lot of pieces that will I've give you buckets. I've the Bucks get smacked by the 76ers on Christmas Day. Mm, smack a lacquered. Smack. What? No, 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 no. The, that Lakers team. The Sixers, bro. And the Sixers team is tr- was trying to do what the Lakers team accomplished. Like, big stretch ball that can play anywhere on the court. Like I think, like the Lakers are at four zero. That's they're bringing out the brooms quick for that. One. Obviously, like LeBron and AD Giannis are always going to average thirty five though. LeBron <laughs> and AD are always going to show up, but Bledsoe is going to put the clamps on KCP or whoever one of these Everyone's side niggas. Everyone's going to put the clamps and, on KCP. The thing is, he's been showing up. He's been showing up, but like though, you need those pieces in the championship. And I think it comes down to these players. I think it's that's funny really Bledsoe though. He's got great ass defense, and he can give you buckets. Will he show up though? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you gotta respect. Bledsoe. Hey, I did see him put Terry Roser though on some skates at one point. <laughs> Roser put Bledsoe him on skates nice, too. Man. But uh, I'm giving the Bucks even a chance. Besides them, no. You no. know the Celtics might be able to make a run. <laughs> Is this <laughs> run, bro? bro, I remember Jesse trying to talk to us about the Celtics and that shit. And by the end of the discussion, this man was like, you know, why do I even support the Celtics? I'm not even a Celtics fan, <laughs> no, really. No, bro, I'm, trust me, I hate the Celtics. Gordon. Well, I don't hate them, but... Gordon I just Hayward! Like, I just feel like the Celtics, if... When it comes down to coaching, I think... Yeah. That like they the play Celtics great team basketball. I just don't think they have the players to show up. Because Tatum is nice and all, but he's not, he's not there yet. Brown's nice. He's not there yet, and they don't really have a player that could take over. Like you need those in those moments, like those these a series, especially like in the finals. Like mm-hmm. and they don't have the type of players for that shit. That's the only reason I even give it to like Bucks over them. Do you think the current Nets have a chance? The current Nets. Current oh, Nets I forgot it completely. They about need them. another piece and KD. To come oh, back. And I think they'll be. They they have. It I think if Dwindle and Kyrie can like both drop at least twenty a night, then they're fine. Bro, Dinwiddie is fucking nasty, bro. He's a bucket. Lavert like. They got good ass. I, I really, I, I forgot about the Nets, and I think it's because like we're not seeing KD. He was averaging with KD, like they're they're an instant. Yeah, with KD, they're they're in it. I'm not gonna cap, but we don't know because Golden State might be back in it next year with everyone being healthy. I think Golden State's gonna make another. I I keep saying this on record. I don't think Steph and Clay are done. I think they're gonna get one more before they retire. They're young. Like they're, they're not young, but they're not. They're, they're not. Really they're gonna get Giannis, bro. Have you ever seen? Oh, they're trying to get Giannis. They're trying. I think I saw like Steph saying something doing for one game. He's like, come on, man, let's do it. Yeah. Why is everybody running from the East? Like. Because I think it's trash. Why not go to the East and just take it over and get a free like championship run? Because you think you're automatically gonna get it when you get 
to the championship? KD knows he's going to the championship now that he's in the East. You know he rests assured going to sleep. Like, I'm saying just from his Imagine if he joined the once Knicks. He, once he came to the East, he knew it. But will KD be the same KD coming back from a key? His, his play yes, style, yes. I think, yeah. because his his play style. Look how skinny he is. And his ten, you know, his tendons are like rubber bands. For sure. Like, but like his play style, style is That is the only thing. It's just like super he, injury in, prone. If he potentially gets injured again, that's big. But he doesn't. he's not the type of player that's just going to be like trying to drive every time, dunk on everybody and things like that. He's a he seven. He's a seven foot guard. Like he'll pull up from half court, damn near, and just be KD, and that's the exciting part. So I think he's gonna come back fine. Guarding that would piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> someone with a, someone with an over seven foot wingspan. This man's with release point. Are stupid. I think they said like his release point on a shot was over ten feet. Like if you're not jumping, like you're trying to dunk every time you're blocking him, you're never gonna. You're not, you don't stand a chance. His release point is over ten feet. It's like ten feet and like three inches or some shit. His release point's over the rim. Yeah. And you know they're not blocking it right at right off the hand. I so like the ball that. like another foot so up. Butthurt. Who's blocking that realistically? Unless you're Zion. I would be so butthurt trying to guard KD for I'd sure. So butthurt. Are you Pat Bev out there? Oh, <laughs> I punch that nigga. I feel like I would get upset and try to hit this man. No, nah, but moving on from that, I wanted to get into one more thing. I know we kind of skipped over football, but y'all wanted to get into like the the Nick Bosa tweets and shit that y'all thought were fucking uh, hilarious. Huh. I mean. Excuse me, but Nick Bosa tweets are like, if just so everyone has a little bit of background, Nick Bosa is the defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. He played on Ohio State, and it's come out that a lot of his high school slash college career was spent in like Confederate stuff and like <laughs> lo- loving his president and being like he's extra, extra, extra. He's super mega Bosa is basically what we're trying to say. And so people make where's he from? Isn't it West Coast? So I'm know. sure like that. How are you like that? It's kind of weird Coast? if you like that from the West Coast. Nah, yeah. I know. That's what they, super weird. But anyways, this nigga... <laughs> the tweets are just hilarious, bro. You can't deny funny shit. Like, it really will be shit like the LeBron in the playoffs, like when he's looked like a demon about to transform. And it's like Nick Bosa when he knows he's one game away from meeting the president. <laughs> like, like, that motherfucker is hilarious. Like, y'all niggas have been... Like, I have to give a round of applause to Twitter for that shit. Like... They were quick with it, too. They've been quick with these tweets, and it's hilarious. It's. I think it's mainly funnier, like like I said previously, because of the fact that he is a fire player. Like he's he actually looks like a monster out there, like trying to guard these people. Imagine being a QB and lining up and seeing Nick Bosa. Ugh, it's just a terror, bless you. I appreciate um, it. Man, I'd cry, bro. Like, <laughs> there's nothing you can do but just take the sack. Just, I like uh, I like those memes, and I like the Booger McFarlane ones where they say like the most obvious thing. Have y'all seen any of those? I don't think I have. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm missing those. Time. What was it? It's like, you know how Booger always says the most obvious shit? Mm-hmm. So they had one with Antonio Brown, and it was like, if Antonio Brown works out for the Saints, he will be working out. Like, he just said, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> shit, like, like him sitting there looking stupid. It's like, oh, yeah, I have seen some of those yeah, That's, a good, That's a good take, man. That's a good take. Bro. Like the Magic Johnson for basketball takes. Yes, Those used to be bro. hilarious, too. Before we get into a different sport again, because I know we skipped over this, too. The Super Bowl is about to come up. Like, who are y'all taking to win this? I think Pat Mahomes is about to get it. That nigga different. I want to say I want to give it to him, but the 49ers are a fucking unit, man. Dude, I think the Chiefs got it. I if you the attack the seams with the tight end, like with the Saints, if, they, if you can replicate what the Saints did, bro, put up 46-plus points on them. 
And Pat Mahomes is putting up sixty. And Pat Mahomes can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Like unless he's just get, unless his O line really just fails him. Uh, you don't think they tightened up that weakness though? No one's uh, no one else has tried it to expose it. And I think the perfect team to do it is Kansas City with with Travis Kelsey. Because if anything, I want to give their coaching like credit where it's due. Because I feel like the 49ers have just Travis a good Kelsey, fucking unit. Like Travis Kelsey is a top, top five receiver in the league, and he's a tight end. Sherman, exactly. Off of yards, and he's a and tight end. That's yeah. crazy. Like so that's definitely, gonna just, put, that's definitely going to make a big mismatch uh, somewhere. If the 49ers can run the ball efficiently. Ooh. That might be hard to stop too, though, because people aren't yeah. really good at stopping. Once again, the run offense, yeah. and like once Jimmy Garoppolo gave handed the ball off thirty to- plus thirty times in the last game, exactly, and only passed it eight times. And like if you can't guard that run, they're just gonna kill you. That's just what it is. I, like, that I mean, and I think personally, I think uh, the 49ers secondary is their biggest issue because yeah Sherman's been having a hell of a year but Sherman is is doing no real press coverage he's doing like cover cover three drop mm-hmm. so he's guaranteed help nine times yeah. out of ten he's never on the island when he's going to go up against Tyreek Hill or, or Miko Harmon <laughs> like oh people my. don't remember like Sherman's coming off of like an ACL injury he's going to get yeah. cooked he's going to get he's cooked gonna get he's going to get actually bad. burnt like Sorry, real real bad on the, I'm not too worried about like the run side of it though for them because I know at the end of the day just played a team with an incredible running back who has been humiliating many people. Like, when you can defend that, like, what are you really worried about too much, though? Man, I don't understand how they did that, to be honest. They kept you. Henry to only 70, right? Because the Chiefs' run defense is not all that. And their Henry ran over the Patriots, who had, like... One of the top run Yeah, defenses. so I don't... And then who else like play the Ravens? The Ravens... Have, once again, like... So I don't really know how the Chiefs did that. That's kind of wild. So, I mean, if they can keep that up, oh, I, wow. I would say they're a super lock. But, though, the 49ers have three backs that they run, like, in rotation. They got that Morstead dude who had, like, 200-plus yards. Yeah. Uh, Tevin Coleman and Burita. You're right, though. I don't know, man. It's going to be a good game. I'm, I'm going with Chiefs, though. I'm going it's going to be a good game. I'm ready for it. But I was going to say, if that's it, then we could wrap up. I was going to say one more thing I want to talk about while it's still relevant. Because I know I, this is at least a sport that I've, again, I've been more passionate about. And I enjoy, like, just seeing fighters and, like, you know, the return. And it's, it's the notorious, man. Like, no matter if you love him or hate him, like, at the time, Conor McGregor was just the most, like, electric person to be ever involved with, like, fighting, I feel like, in, like, the UFC. And to see him make his comeback in, like, a, such a more mature fashion and get a win in the fashion that he did. I know it was, like, Cowboys, Cerrone, and he never even got, like, a belt and all that shit. But, man, beat him in seconds. Like, it never even took up to a minute. Like, that's impressive. I'm excited to see him come back. And I think when he ends up fighting Khabib again, it's going to be a much different story than the last time. Ooh. I was with you all the way to the end. Man. I think Khabib's going to – Khabib Khabib's still wants to, like, actually kill him. I bet. Like, you know, but at the same time, I feel like – we didn't get to see the best fight between them because when you see like McGregor in top form, like really, like honestly, because he's a skillful ass you know fighter. What? Oh, for sure. He yeah. McGregor actually did a, a a decent job of evading getting a <coughs> quick like, could be So if he can continue to work at it mm-hmm. and, and and keep the game up instead of on the ground, mm-hmm. McGregor might have a chance. So he, might, and he, he lands heavy shots. He, heavy he, shots. he actually had a chance to knock out could be exactly around, but he was playing around like a dickhead. No, I think it'll be a better fight too. I'm really, I'm really just fucking around because of the fact that this nigga a leprechaun. But his shit is hilarious. Like when he really is on his <laughs> shit. When he's on his shit, he's one of the most exciting people to watch fight. Period. So I'm gonna watch that one whenever that happens again. But yeah, all shouts out. The Mayweather. The- oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Absolutely not. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> no. 
No. Talk about when they eventually do the the what Mayweather, about a boxing like UFC match, show. What about a boxing match? Would I be excited to see that? A, a rematch? No. I would. I ain't trying to see it. Because I'm, I'm going to be honest. Anything Mayweather anymore, bro. You're good, bro. Just get out of this shit. I think if he was to do another fight, I think he might lose. Same. So leave us alone. Like, I don't want to see that shit. I ain't trying to see that shit. It'd be nice to have him just finish, like, with this beautiful record that he has. I'm always down to see it again. I'm always down to see it again. He's the oldest fuck. No, nigga, if you're listening, you're not, but... No, stop it, stop it, please. Take him while you're ahead. Like, what the fuck, nigga? You are probably trash now. Like, relax, nigga. Stop. You beating Mayweather in a fight? I'm beating the shit out of that ugly ass boy. That's all crazy. right. See, I thought he could. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Nah, I'm really joking. I'm still waiting on Chris Brown versus fucking Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, I think Soldier Boy got him. Soldier Boy really gonna come out on some crackhead strength, like really. You know what I'm saying, bro? No, but Chris Brown would have crackhead strength too, and that nigga can do a back. Chris Brown's athletic, yeah, for sure. I think he tire out one round and then Soldier Boy put the fucking pause. No, Chris Brown can probably fight thirty rounds in a row. This nigga be dancing, this nigga be pop locking and singing his whole fucking concert. That's stamina out the wall. Imagine somebody's dodging your punches while hitting the moonwalk. That shit be nuts. If he really hit you with some stomp the yard shit as he's dodging your fucking punches, you don't want to. Kill him. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to really shoot that nigga for real. That shit gets thrown out. Fuck boxing. It turns into like full on UFC. Nah, but that's all I have to say on it. So big, big shout out to McGregor for that. I really did appreciate the maturity, and we're excited to see what happens next time. And if that's all, then I'm Chuka Offer. I'm Ezigo Offer. I'm Ari's Cohen. And this, this is the off space. 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 Yes, sir. Space.